Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the SaltCast. We are back once again. Um, I'm here with the famous internet Bert. sensation, Bert. Okay, you don't need to hype me and up. And Sebastian. Calm down. Um, this is our next like entry into the Halo episode series thing that we've been doing. Um, this Hopefully episode it's not we too have long because Halo 3. Hey, I want to get back to something. Yeah. Halo 3 ODST. We'll it probably won't be I'm super not, long because the yeah, campaign the is just shorter game. in general. Yeah. ODST is actually my favorite Halo game. The multiplayer is equal to Halo 3. Like, it's the same thing. It's more of like a DLC. Yeah. I would, but I would anyway. Say, um, in terms of full game. Yeah. We're going to get into that. We'll expansion. break it down. Yeah, we'll break down the story and everything like we have been doing and whatever other uh, like elements of the game that we think are worth mentioning. And we will uh, continue on as always. But um, what's everybody been up to? Before we get... How are you that's exact. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you got it. So I'll go first because mine is so fresh. Ten minutes ago fresh. I've been playing through... All right. Baldur's Gate 3 because everyone's like this game's so amazing and I was like is it though? So I've been trying it out. It is. They're right. It's pretty legendary. Um, oh my god. It's so good. I, I've this is like one of those games that when I finish it I'm gonna be so sad. You know those games? Yeah. I've been yeah. having a um, resurgence in like my single player gaming experience lately been kind of playing some stuff by myself yeah me a lot too more recently well just Baldur's gate i've put like 100 hours in in the last month and a half man it's so freaking yeah. fun and i've i honestly i thought i was done with act two a long time ago but turns out i'm not and i got to this point where like this is clearly the climax. There's a massive war going on. And I was like, holy shit, this is the climax. The next hour is about to be hype. So I was playing through that hour and then it became two hours and then it became three hours and it was still climaxing. I was like, what the hell? This is like an never this is ending. Like endless hype of legendariness. And then I freaking get to the end of what I, well, I think it's the end. I don't know. I get to what I'm assuming is the final, final part of act two. And then we come up on the time that we have to record the pod and I couldn't finish it. So I really want to go back and see what happens. Um, but something yeah. that I did not know, this is going to be news to you guys. I can't believe I didn't hear this. Mm -hmm. This freaking like insane hype moment, like character that I'm going against right now is voiced by J.K. Simmons. Oh, wow. oh really? Yeah. Omni-Man himself. That's actually really I did cool. not know he was even in the game. That is cool. I freaking heard him talk. When you heard his voice, were you like, holy crap, is that him? Yeah. Well, at first I didn't. I was like, man, that <laughs> sounds familiar, but that can't be him. And then like after he kept talking, I was like, I got to look this up. And I was like, damn, it actually is him? No way. Oh my God, it's the guy from Fortnite. And then he kicked my ass. Unfortunate. Typical. So, um, Baldur's Gate 3 rocks. I've been seeing like way yeah i've been seeing like so many more things ever since on our regular episode where we talked about the hell divers 2 game that thing has been all over my uh phone now i guess because my fbi agent was listening to me and uh he, now it's he's, just, he knows that targeted advertising yeah so i've seen so many things about it it looks so fun i really want us to play that 
That would be super fun. Actually, it looked pretty cool. It. We can try it out next yeah, weekend it, it looks or sometime super cool. during the week. Yeah, we definitely should. Um, what else? Uh, Bert, you had a story you I, wanted to share. I'm actually excited for I've this. I've had a day. I haven't heard this one. It's pretty anticlimactic. So, it sucks, but it's nothing like insane. No, it's just it's like a brutal day. Nothing like just one of those everything goes wrong. I feel. Uh, man, I that reminds me of one of my homies. I guys the worst look. Anyways, go. I wake. I wake up, and I'm just doing my calc two. I mean, homework. waking up is the first. Tragedy. That shit takes a long time. Calc two. That's I know, another I tragedy. I was so I was I was spending like an hour and a half on a problem, and I'm like, I need a break. I mean, that's the standard problem. So I just, actually, that's a little bit. Oh, so I'm like, I need to go. I need to go to the gym. So I go to the gym. And I get in my car and I turn it on and the tire pressure gauge is on and I'm like, great. So I then I decided I'm going to go to Wawa to get gas and fill up my tires and check and see what's, what's wrong. So after as the gym, does. I drive there. I fill up my tires and as I'm filling up my tires, I see a, a screw <laughs> in the back tire. So I'm like, damn, oh, no. go inside. They don't have any tire repair kit. So then I have to go to AutoZone. Go to AutoZone, get the repair kit. I asked there if they have a way for me to fill up my tire so I could just do it in their parking lot. They said no. So then I drove back back to to Wawa. Wawa. I pulled in to the, like, where the tire was and I realized the tire was on the, like, where the screw was is on the bottom, on the the road. Oh, so you had to move. So then I had to do, like, so then I had to go in, like, reverse and like reverse in instead of pull straight forward and that managed to put it on top <laughs> turned out that wouldn't even matter in a minute oh no because <laughs> i don't have a screwdriver oh it was stuck and it's a screw so i can't just pull it out and i have like and then i go inside and they don't have a screwdriver of course so then <laughs> on my key i have like this metal i don't even know how to describe it it just is this random like flat piece of metal that has a bunch of like tiny numbers on it that I carry for no well, reason. Well, it has a reason now. It was there when I got the car. Exactly. I know the reason now. <laughs> I was able to use it as an improvised screwdriver. <laughs> and I would do like quarter turns. <laughs> and I eventually was able to get it out. And the thing was like two inches long. Uh. So it took me a minute. And then I was, though since it was the back tire, I couldn't get a good like angle or like leverage point. To get the tool in, like the tools to clean out the hole. <laughs> yeah. So then I had to end up taking the whole damn tire oh, off. No. Oh my god. At least you had the tools for that. So I do that. Yeah, I, those are in the back of my trunk at least. But it's like the bad tool. So, and then the thing is, when I was home last, my dad and I were like rotated my tires, and he used like the compact thing. To oh, so them. those things were fucking. So hard I was to get literally off. jumping on like my tires trying to like How get long it to did like that take? crack actually i was able to do it pretty quick it took me about maybe 15 minutes did you feel minutes. like luigi That's from cars good. yeah sort of <laughs> nice but i was able to get the tire off and then i was able to drive the tool in i cleaned that son of a bitch nice. out nice <laughs> then i then i was able to seal up the hole did you give it a put the tire did you give back it a on chef's kiss at the end I did. I even made sure there was no leaks. I didn't hear any hissing. Nice. As I was filling it up. Way to so go. I put the tire back on, filled it up with air, double checked for leaks, and I was on my merry way. Way to go, Bert. And then I, get, so and then I got stuck in traffic on the way home, but that was... It would have been funnier if you hit another screw. It. Right? 
Great. I'm going to wake up. I actually now will carry the tools in the back of my trunk. Great. You're so handy. You Who, Who would have guessed it? Yeah. Can you carry a random metal piece? It can be when needed. Yeah. I need to carry my own. I need to put a screwdriver in my car. Uh, you that's know what's what funny is that's the... Just by chance, because I needed it for something else and was too lazy to take it out, I have a screwdriver in my car, but none of the other things that you just Keep mentioned. Keep it in there. Keep it in there and then go get the other things because you never actually know. Yeah. Oh, um, one other thing before we get into the Halo stuff. I started playing um, Skull and Bones, the open beta. It's shit, right? You you do get to mm-hmm. get off your ship. Oh, no way. Yeah, you do get to get off your ship. It's not like... I, I'm like... And maybe thirty minutes in, but you do get off and like explore islands and stuff. Is it good? Eh, it's all right. The sh- the ship combat is fun, but it's I don't know. I'm not. I haven't played long enough. But it's like I don't know. I feel like it's gonna get boring pretty quick. Yeah, I from what I understood, I thought it was basically just like death matches, like but with pirate ships. No, there's some kind of like Remember overarching narrative that's going on, and you can like join your friends and. But it's like you're both playing a single player game at the same time. Like you being together isn't really impacting anything. Yeah, as because far as, you're not as like a crew. Gone, you're on though. different ships. Yeah, you're on different ships. So which is lame. It's uh weird. Yeah, right that now. doesn't sound very. I do good. remember, but Black I could see Week, it being though. fun if you had like a group of people with like their ships, and then you just go around like killing everyone. That would be kind of fun. Bullying is fun. But anyway, I guess you could have bigger naval battles. Yeah, well, that definitely is possible in that. Cool, cool. Probably won't play it, yeah. but all right. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Okay, I think we can get into the um, Halo 3 ODST. We'll go through the campaign and everything. There's nothing really... This is Halo's, I guess, their second kind of like spinoff game because Halo Wars came out before ODST. Yeah, but like same so, year. They were months apart. Yeah, so two spinoffs back-to-back. This one is not any similar to Halo Wars at all. It is like the general or the the normal Halo experience, first-person shooter with like a narrative story and all that stuff. Well, the... It takes place... You go. What? It takes place like right um, before and slightly after uh, Halo 2's mission where um, Master Chief and... Yeah. Master Chief and the... Uh, I forget the name of the in ship. Amberclad. What is it? The Enamberclad follow the Covenant to the new Halo ring. And it's like... Uh, the basic concept is you're a part of a squad of ODSTs that were dropped into the city um, for some mission that we'll get into. And then basically that ship leaves and the mission becomes hectic and crazy. <laughs> and survive. It's just survive. Like survive. Yeah, pretty much. So... So that's like the premise. The funny thing about ODST though, right? Halo 3 ODST. So Halo in general, when it was being made 1, 2, 3, there was like, not in like a bad way, but like there was like the main guys like Marty O'Donnell. Um, Dang, why am I forgetting his name now? It'll come to me. Hold on. Wait. Crap. I had it until one second ago. Whatever. I'll remember. Um, there was like always a ton of stuff where like they would argue about what they wanted the story to be or whatnot. And eventually ODST ends up being like the story of like some of the guys that 
didn't get to tell what they wanted to tell with the main ones. If that makes sense. Uh huh. Okay, that's actually cool. Um, this ODST is um like Joe, I don't know if you guys know who Joe Staten is. The he was like one of the main story guys of Halo back in the day. The name sounds. He was familiar. at three four three for a while, but then he left before mm-hmm. he could do anything. Okay. Yeah. Like recently for Infinite, he was there. Oh wow! So he was there for a long time. No, he was there for like less than a year. He came back for Infinite, but then oh, they didn't. Then gotcha. they canceled campaign DLC, so he left. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh. He worked on ODST. ODST is his exclusive story that he did on his own. Oh, okay. So he so he like, didn't get to say that, and he didn't get so basically. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Sorry, I. But yeah, ODST is, um, it's pretty cool. It's a different story. You're an ODST, so you're not a Spartan, so you're not like this super soldier that is uh, able to do incredible things. It's a little bit more grounded. It's a little bit more like boots. Just a guy. Yeah, boots on the ground, like uh, gritty. Um, it's kind of like a, uh, it's got a noir kind of feel to it because it takes place mostly yeah. at night. There you're like investigating um and it's rainy. Yeah, it's always raining. You're investigating um different clues about your squad mates and where everybody's at and trying to figure things out as you like progress through the city that's now like um infested with uh covenant forces because the covenant are still on earth obviously looking for something after uh after what's his name regret and the others left to the halo ring. Also um mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm pretty sure this is how it went. That originally ODST was meant to be DLC for Halo 3. Um, that's what Bungie wanted to do. And then Microsoft was like, just make it a game and sell it. Yeah. I mean, it, it works as a game. It's a. I mean, it's it worth is, the, the, the price. I, don't, I mean, now it is. But a lot of people were pretty upset that it was priced at what it was when it came out. Uh, also, though, it was priced at $40, so it wasn't actually full price when it came out, and it came with every map pack to Halo 3. Yeah, I do remember that. that. Was, I remember that I being think- like a bungee thing, because they're like, hey, this can't like be a game to, to give out to people for $40. This we is need to not- give them more. Quit throwing all the Halo 3 DLC. Back in the day, yeah. though, I- the... ODST, At least they we're trying to. Yeah, help back gamers. in the day, the the Halo Three Mythic disc that came with ODST was like such a legendary thing to have. Like when people had that, you were like, "No way, you got the Mythic disc? Hell yeah!" Yeah, we had a Mythic disc. <laughs> I know, I still have it. I don't. I don't. Oh, you yeah. do? I think those are worth like money, some money. I don't now. have the cases though. Oh, is it? Mm. Have it in like one of those book anyway, of discs. Probably buy the cases off of eBay. Yeah. Um, but so we can kind of get into the story. Um, unless there's any other like uh outside of the narrative stuff that you want to mention, Sebastian. Mm-hmm. Like as far as the development and stuff, That's I don't really the stuff think I remember. I mean, it was like pretty much right after Halo Three. I mean, it's the same engine and everything. Yeah, it came pretty quickly after. It looks and feels a lot like Halo 3. There's some things like that Halo were 3. like design changes, like the freaking terrible grenade arc. Like the idea was, oh, you're not supposed to be as strong as a Spartan throw as far, which is fine. But like 
the arc is just instead awkward. you throw like an infant. No, it's just it's not even that distance that's the problem. It's just like the shape of the arc that bothers me. It's really annoying. It's more up and down versus out. Yeah, it's a weird one. <laughs> yeah. Um you can't dual wield because right, so, you're not a Spartan is the excuse there too. Yeah. That's a weird excuse, but regardless. Anyway, so the first mission is called um, Prepare to Drop. That is like the introduction mission to everything. We meet the characters. You're on a um, UNSC ship and uh, you immediately get introduced to all of like your squad mates that you're going to be like teamed up with. So you get to see the um, the leader of the squad. That's uh, Buck, Sergeant Buck. He's like an iconic Halo character now. He's also so. an iconic voice actor. Yeah, voiced by Nathan Fillion, so that's always cool. Um, he's the leader. You get introduced to Mickey. He's like, um, I don't. How do you? How would you explain Mickey? I think he's an explosives expert. Yeah, he's like an explosives expert. He's, voice, he's like a little more soft. He's the voice actor that does like eighty percent of Marines and all the other games. <laughs> yeah, he's like more soft spoken. Um, we've got Dutch, who's like the older more grizzled like vet the heavy weapons um, boy yeah he's been around and seen a lot and you've got romeo who is a newer member of the team uh compared to the others he's like the um smart mouth uh cocky arrogant one generic personalities yeah they, they fill in, in this game yeah but it it works and um who am i forgetting anybody is that dare and then obviously yours oh dare yeah and then you get introduced to Dare, Veronica Dare, who is Buck's former uh, love interest or something. Like they have a history together. And she. It's complicated. She is an ODST, but she works uh, specifically with Oni. So she's like got a lot of secrets and she's not telling everybody the whole story of why they're doing what they're yeah, doing. Well, she's sent in to take on. over their squad for this mission for some reason that is not told to you at this point. Yeah. And then you are playing as. The rookie, and that's the only name that he's known by. He's a silent protagonist, a lot like Chief, doesn't say anything. And clearly everyone and, hates uh, him because he can't show emotion because he never takes his helmet off, right? Yeah. yeah I guess. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's our cast, and you get introduced to all of them, and then you're told what the mission is. You're going to drop in on that Covenant cru- cruiser that is hovering over the city. Yo, um, real talk... That is an insane Dropping mission. Dropping awesome. To, like, let's say their mission goes to plan to drop onto a flying Covenant ship. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, that would be crazy. So that was what they were told was the original, the original plan. Um, so you get this awesome epic scene where you're in an ODST drop pod. This has got to be a your, top so head around, scene. Look around. It's so good. Yeah. You get the comms chatter and you communication see, like, from the other aftermath of the, of the squad. space battles too. Yeah, dropping through mm-hmm. uh, you wreckage go through and everything, and or I could do like a trash field. Yeah. Stuff. Um, and so you get into like the atmosphere. You can see the other pods dropping and everything, and it's really cool. And then at the, like the very last, well, not the last second, but like halfway through the drop, Dare's like, okay, here's the coordinates or something, and all the pods like change directions and they're moving away from the cruiser and everybody's like what the heck's going on they're um, like we're gonna miss the carrier that's mickey yeah and then all of a sudden somebody says the slip space 
drive has been activated or something and the ship is about to jump, which we saw it do in Halo 3 you and that's when the them. chief and... In atmosphere? In atmosphere, yeah. yeah. In, but you see chief in them. That's wild. Yeah, if you... Yeah, you do. ...are eagle-eyed, you can see um, the... Fo- is, what? I keep forgetting the name of the ship. Amber the Clad. Amber Clad. Yeah, you can see the Amber Clad, which Chief and Miranda and Johnson and all of them are on, sneaking into the slip space uh, portal alongside the cruiser. And then there's a massive blast that goes off and sends all the pods flying off it's course. It's crazy. Kills One some of the, of the pods other. flies into yours. Yeah, damages your pod and you uh, crash land in the streets. So now you're uh, in this Mombasa. destroyed city. And you get knocked out. Yo, you know what's yeah. crazy? At night. When MCC came to PC, I had some friends who had not played specifically ODST. Like, they had played the trilogy, but not ODST. And when they were coming out, they came out one... Well, they came out Reach, one, two, three, then ODST. That's, like, the way they came out. Mm-hmm. And I remember <laughs> when we were playing through Halo 2... And that cutscene happens. Both of my friends that had not played ODST, they're like, man, imagine if you were like stuck here after that. That's so... Wow, that's ironic. Yeah, and I was like, that's crazy. That will happen later. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, then that mission ends and you move on to the next... You don't really do anything. It's all narrative and like stuff, storytelling stuff. Um, but you get to the next mission. It's, it's a Mombasa Streets. Pretty ba- It's back to back, pretty much. Yeah, it transitions well, right to that. Well, every Halo has the, the first Mombasa level Streets. that's a cutscene. Yeah, you get the timestamp of like six hours or something after the drop, or I forget what it no, is. It's like but way it's nighttime out. This now. Is way, way It's after. been indi- indicating that you got knocked out yeah. and stuff has happened. So you wake up in your pod hours later and. Um, Got to force your way out of it, and you drop down onto the streets of New Mombasa. Everything's destroyed. Taking damage. Yeah, there's Covenant everywhere. You don't and have if you're playing co-op, yeah, you're also no separated from your co-op partners. Yeah, which is a cool, yeah, you are. a cool touch. Which is fun. So then, it's basically like an open world um, kind of like mission slash area where you have to travel through the streets. Uh, there's like different Covenant like camps set up and roadblocks and all kinds of stuff and you're basically it, looking for that kind of pushes you yeah the map pushes you and directs you in like the certain ways that you're supposed to go there's a bunch of easter eggs all over the place and it's dark and rainy and we and didn't do it that much everything. but you can also explore it's, it's for stressful. like weapons cache and vehicle caches throughout the city to help you out yeah we did that when we played yeah me and you that was years together, ago though the campaign yeah, I remember. But, yeah, and so then, it's a it's a cool concept and a re- very um it's different. It's not, it just adds to yeah, it. Yeah, it's not something you see in Halo a lot. You don't feel like a badass superhero. You're like just a a man lost in the city looking. Yeah, for Yeah, and just squad. to actually like back up the not feeling like a Spartan. I think there's a few things that add to that. <clears throat> so like for example, we mentioned the grenade thing, uh, the no shields thing. I think you mentioned. I think that is one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. Not having shields makes you play yeah, the game differently. Yeah, because like you're actually yeah. looking for health kits way more often. Yeah, you have a health bar instead, so you have to find health kits all over the city and things like but that. But I think the the two places it sticks out the most of not being a Spartan is like you are noticeably shorter than in the other Halo games. Yeah. Yeah. When you see yeah, elites they're and so stuff, much they're taller than you. you. I, I've th- three things yeah, actually. Um, 
Can you say what you were going to say? I don't remember. Okay, so you're way shorter. Uh, you do not jump very high, which gets annoying. And That's the true. last one, which I think is the coolest one, is like, if you're fighting a brute like in close combat, it is way harder. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have to hit them like a lot more. And they destroy you, you with a single punch. Yeah. Like, fist fighting a brute is a lot harder in ODST. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I'm not kidding you. Like, we'll get to it when we get to it. But every single like close quarters brute fight feels like that one cutscene later on. We'll talk about it when we get there. But that's how it feels to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the first level or the second level, Mombasa Streets. You're looking for clues to your squad's uh, location. First thing you find is um, oh. the helmet of uh, Veronica of Dare. Find her helmet and, and drop rookie pod. is silent, so he never really yeah. And her drop pod, and you see that you can kind of piece together what happened, and then that's when the game does something that's pretty cool and unique to this one, where it shows like a yeah. flashback section of what happened and how that helmet got there and how that pod got there. So then we jump back in time to just minutes after uh, the pods dropped, and you're placed in the shoes of Buck. Who's the leader? Top Halo and, um, character, oh, top five. Yes. Yeah, and um, Buck is pretty cool. over the comms. He's like trying to get a hold of everybody, but the slip space uh, radiation and everything is damaging the comms. So he kind of picks up Dare's signal, and they talk to each other for a little bit, and she lets him know where he, he's at, where she's at. Uh, so he small moves to Easter go and find egg her. thing. He actually does pick up someone else, but he can't hear it. Like. He talks out to people and dare answers and there's static, but like there's the static is someone else trying to talk to him. Oh, who is it? Romeo. Oh, okay. Because he's like saying where he is and where he's going. Oh, that makes sense then for later. So yeah, so Buck fights his way through some covenant um, with uh, like some Marines that are scattered and all the UNSC forces are scattered and, and, uh, all over the place because they don't have contact to uh, yeah, everybody mayhem. else. So it's just mayhem down there. So Buck eventually makes his way to the pod and he finds it and he gets down there and he's well, trying to like stuck. break it open. Yeah, because Dare's stuck in her pod. She says. So he's trying to get down there and, and bust it open. And uh, eventually, does he get it open or does the thing explode? He gets first? it open and she's not there. Okay, yeah, so she he gets it open, and Dare isn't there, and then he can't get her over the comms or anything, so he doesn't know where she's at. And then that's when we get the first um, sighting of a engineer. Yeah, first in the series. a new Covenant species. Yeah. So a new yeah. and different Covenant species, which uh, nobody really knows a lot about Pretty at this big point, deal, honestly, but, um, for... Because, like, was there, there was no new species introduced in in Halo 3. I guess like they really went no. heavy on the flood types in Halo Three as well. Yeah. So um. Yeah, we get introduced to an engineer. They're basically like walk or floating uh, squids that are like supercomputers. They're extremely smart. They're kind of yeah. cute. Well, this one comes they're, up to yeah, Buck, has like cool. sparks coming out of it, and he's like, "What the hell?" And he falls over, and he's like, "This is it." Yeah, and then the engineer's head gets blown off. And you see out in the distance, it was Romeo, another member of the squad, who, like Sebastian said, was picking up Buck's location and everything. And 
saves his life. And then the engineer ends up exploding because it was strapped with bombs for some reason. Maybe we'll find out one day. Yeah. Pretty sad. So that mission ends. Well, and then, then Buck and Romeo switch. get together, talk for... <laughs> there's a moment um, when they're... Like, before they drop, that Buck told him to, like, shut up, basically, as an order. So Romeo was, like, still not talking. Oh, yeah. Which is also another reason oh. he didn't answer on the uh, the thing. Just being yeah. a smartass. Yep, typical Romeo. And then he's like, you can talk now, you stupid idiot. And they assume that she's yeah. dead, and he's like, so what was even our mission? Buck's like, I don't know. Yeah. So now they're just looking for other members of their squad, and that's basically what they're up uh, to. Buck and Romeo are together now, so two of them have regrouped, and one is probably dead now. Yeah. And then, then we jump back to the rookie, and we're on the streets of Mombasa again at night, um, moving on and searching for other clues. Same kind of concept. You eventually get to another clue forget what it is i think it's the drone yeah it's like, like a long sword the, drone the, or something or yeah long sword camera yeah. thing the rookie finds that and i think then it's a long sword are, my yeah, and then we are shown another flashback where we are put in the shoes of dutch this is a top now level. you're playing as dutch top three and you see where he landed this was actually a pretty good level yeah he also landed um like immediately after the slip space rupture in a zoo and is yeah, on the in a zoo yeah. it, by near New Mombasa, and uh, he links up with a bunch of Marines and other UNSC forces. Who are and doing some kind of mission. To, yeah, they're trying to uh, punch their way back into the city. Also, iconic, uh, iconic line that he has in this level. I think it was in the trailers, and it's like the line from this game where they're like, "Where's your crew? He's scattered, dead. I don't know." That's like the iconic line yeah. from this oh. game. That is, I'm pretty sure it's in all the trailers, but I can't remember. It's been a while. Yeah, I don't remember. It's in a lot either. of flashbacks. Yeah. It is a but, flashback. Um, this is like your typical Halo, uh, like sandbox. There's vehicles everywhere. It's a lot like uh, uh, you get your choice of, um, Salvo Highway. Yeah, it's very similar to that. That's a good comparison. Yeah, so you get warthogs, ghosts, choppers, raids. There's a lot of enemies on this stuff. freaking level. Yeah, and you just work your way through the zoo. Get a Spartan and, uh, laser. The, the reserve. There's dead and animals. And find your way back into the city. This yeah. is the, pretty cool the level. level with the freaking out marine that every Halo has. Yeah, it does have that too. There's oh, a yeah. Shell yeah, he's marine. got the guy who's like, we're in a zoo, but we're the animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude's having a psychotic There's break. a really cool scene yeah, so, as well, which, I mean, like, I mean, you could have assumed, like, obviously the slip space would have caused it, but it's cool to see it happen. You get to see the the space elevator fall that you, like, oh, yeah, that is, is really up in cool. Halo 2. You come back and it's, like, down in Halo 3. Yeah. It's a cool spectacle, at least. Yeah. That is a cool section. And you do see it in Halo 3, actually. You walk through like some of the rubble when you... Most of the marketing of, of Halo um, 3 is pictures of him walking inside of it. Yeah, which is pretty cool to see how it actually started to fall down and collapse. Yeah, I would just... like Before playing ODST, I would have just assumed it went down instantly with the, the slip space, yeah. but it fell a bit later. 
Also, I think yeah. at this point, uh, never mind. I'm wrong. Continue. Yeah. So Dutch fights his way back into the city and a sick jump. you see how, yeah, jumps into the city and uh, you see how he ends up back in there and he works with the rest of the Marines and I, he assumes that everybody's dead. So he's just sticking with those guys for now. Yeah, They're working their way to, they're actually work. Their mission is to work their way to the Oni alpha site. That is their mission. Yeah. So they're doing that. Also, then we're put back in the just shoes. something we didn't mention that I think is cool is like you play the levels, but the cutscenes for a lot of these flashback ones are done through like city cameras or the longsword camera. Like they're all done through cameras in the actual game. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that is a nice touch. It gives it that noir, it's a like third kind of. Well, feel. It, what it gives you is um, the camera parts are what the rookie actually sees like he sees that part so he saw you know like in from his view along <laughs> he's just watching this longsword camera fell and buck picked it up and he's like holy shit that's buck like obviously he didn't see yeah, the whole Dutch. level but he was like i guess he was alive at some point or not buck uh dutch yeah dutch or like he yeah. saw the thing blow up and the helmet fly in the window because that has the helmet camera he watched yeah i'm yeah. So that's how the rookie is putting this game together does tiny details pretty well. Yeah, and then that's how the rookie puts together like the pieces of where people might be and kind of decides where to go next. Yeah, I guess he would have like going. maybe un- understood they were heading towards the inner of the city or something. I don't know. Yeah. So then again, we're back on the streets. It's night, dark, it's scary, and you find your next clue: a goss turret. Um. Yeah, find a goss turret. I guess this one, he's just um, like, it's pointing that way, so I'll go that way. Yeah, so um, you're put in the shoes of now Mickey, so another member of the squad. Another great level. Also, Damn, this game pops off, like, a lot. A lot of good levels. Yeah. This game is my favorite Halo game. Yeah, I would say this is probably the only one that I think does not have a bad level. Like, they're not all god-tier bangers, but they're all, like, Six and above. I just like how different it is from the other Halo games. Like, don't get me wrong, great games, but this one is just so like it just feels different. Like, yeah, it's it, got it, a whole this, different. It feels feel slower. To it, yeah. yeah, I mean, it doesn't hit the peaks of the level slower, of the Covenant, scarier. but it's consistently up there. No, in like eight territory. Yeah, and it fully leans into what it's good at, like the whole squad dynamic, and then the Mombasa Street stuff, like. It's fully invested in that. Doesn't try to do anything outside mm-hmm. of that. But um, so then Kazingo Boulevard, like I said, that's where you are. Yeah, you're Mickey now, and he's grouped up with some Marines. And actually, he's just walking uh, alone, their- I think. And then like a bunch of Marines run past him, and he's like, "What's happening?" And then a wraith comes around the corner. Yeah, he's like, "Stay." The Marines say some. Smart yeah, they're just assholes. He's like, "Why don't you go look or something?" Out. Instead of just yeah. telling him, bro, run, <laughs> like, run. Yeah, there's a wraith around the corner. Yeah. So he groups They're up with them, and then eventually bomb. they get to um, some scorpion tanks, and Mickey helps them fight their way back through the city. Very fun. Yeah, fun level with the tank. I think that it is. this and is just a assumption, but I think that um, ODST 
Halo 3 ODST is a response to Halo 2 and Halo 3 complaints of people being like, we really want a Halo game that takes place on Earth. Because that was like the marketing of Halo 2 and then it's barely on Earth and people are like, damn, we got like one, two Earth levels. Yeah. And this is just like full yeah, city stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and like towards the end of this level, Mickey actually meets up with Dutch. So they end up crossing paths and uh, regrouping together. And now they're traveling together both towards the Oni Alpha site. Yeah. So now that's the new objective for well, them. Mickey doesn't want to go and they're like, we need an explosives expert. And he's like, damn. Yeah. So now he has to go. So they make their way that way. And then we are put back into the shoes of the rookie again on the streets. He just follows Kazingo Boulevard. Yeah. Finds his next clue, which is like the arming plate of a explosive device or something like that. And then he looks across the destroyed bridge to a like massive Oni building on fire. Yeah. On fire and destroyed and everything. He's like, that's got to be them. So Yeah. And so then we are put back into the shoes of, I think, Mickey, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah, so you're Mickey once again, or Dutch, one of the two. could be wrong. I think it's Mickey, and, but uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And this called this level's Oni Alpha base, so Mickey and Dutch have made it to it's the Dutch, base. I just checked. Yeah. And so they make it to the base or site or whatever. Well, there's this cool section at the beginning where you have to arm the explosions explosives yeah so there's this massive bridge that leads across like this river towards the site this was a pretty cool cut scene. and you're being chased by the covenant it's not a there's cut scene. tanks and wraiths and everything what am i thinking and um so you have to like actually physically move the character or, across the bridge and arm yeah, you, the charges. and then you get to blow them up and just watch it happen in actual gameplay yeah oh I was misthinking, but yes, this was also. So they blow the bridge, but then the Covenant send phantoms, and you kind of got to do like a wave defense kind of yeah, type of thing. This was hard. Do you remember? Yes. Yeah, I do. We died. Yeah, a couple like you times, hold out yeah. outside the base, and actually, we started like holding them out at the bottom. They literally pushed us back to the like very back, back. Yeah, we were fighting with our backs against the wall. It was. Kind of, they would just tense. keep dropping yeah, more definitely. raids and chieftains and stuff, and it's like, oh my god, this is this is tough, but like fun tough. I I re- this was probably one of the top moments for me when we were playing through it. This was a good part, the outside section yeah, I of think Alpha. This Side. might be, yeah, this one might be my favorite level. Um, it was, but yeah, so they are able to eventually they hold out and they make it inside of the site, and. uh well, they're, they're pushed like, in yeah, we're gonna... to the site. They don't like clear everything. Yeah, they retreat back into there as the Covenant are continuing to like uh, force and them out. Then they barricade all the doors, but then they start freaking like sawing the doors down. Yeah, it's it gets crazy, and then it's another kind of wave defense thing where you're one guy's manning a turret, and uh, Covenant are coming from all sides, and you kind of have to defend your location. Very fun though. And then you're told. Yeah, and then you're told that you're going to blow up the entire building. So you they uh, the Marines set charges all over the place and 
Mickey makes sure that it's all set up right. Head to the roof. And then eventually they make it to the roof. Where the, and that's where they get their Pelican and E back. Actually, you know there. what else is cool just about this level? Because I think it's like the first time you really see it. You can see like just the out of nowhere this Covenant attack was. Like you just have like random police officers helping you. Yeah, that is yeah. kind of cool. People were caught but with their pants But I will down. say... Of the Bungie era of Halo, the Newman Boss and the NMPD Newman Boss of Police Department helmet is the ugliest one. Yeah, that thing it is. It looks ugly. like a toad. I've seen memes talking about I how mean, bad it is. Yeah, keep it for the police, not the. It's Spartans. still better than uh, a lot of the three four three ones that don't even have visors, but it's definitely one of the worst Bungie ones. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think it's cool. Like you just have like the police helping you. Even the pelican that comes picks you up is just a a police department pelican. Like it because you're also as your ODST and Marine Squad. Not you're cut off from the like main UNSC and stuff. You're just doing what you can. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. But um, there's a f- yeah. So they get evacuated. Well, you get to the roof and there's and some then- chieftains up there. That was another hard fight. Yeah, you do have to take down um, a couple yeah. chieftains. And you get out but, of there. Um, eventually, you take them out and you get out of there. And you finally and then you're fly- back as well, the rookie. You, they fly above, like I guess, high enough for signal to reach, and they actually get us, like, in contact with Buck. Oh yeah, that's right. They do get contact with Buck, and Buck lets them know where they're He's at. Like, We're at He's the police at department the... headquarters. Yeah, or or. It might be that they're going to the police department headquarters and they're in Bucks meeting them there. No, I think he's there already. Well, anyway, that's where they're going to meet everybody. So then those two groups agreed that they're going to meet there. And then we're put back in the shoes of the rookie on the streets. That's good, though. That's four of the homies. That's that's Mickey, Dutch, Buck and Romeo grouping up. We almost got the whole everyone squad but there. Yeah. No one really likes. And then rookie, which is unfortunate, actually. But that guy's yeah, he's still asleep with for all dead. these missions that we've played that weren't him. He's still knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. He'll catch up. So he the rookie Hopefully. finds his next clue and um makes it to the uh the New Mombasa Police Department headquarters and then that's when you're put into the shoes of another member of the squad and you play as Romeo. Well, he's like in the street and he and, finds a sniper. Romeo's sniper. Yeah, he finds a sniper building hanging from a uh from a what's it power called line like power or line. something yeah and so uh then you play as romeo and uh you're following buck well there's through, like, the in the cutscene mickey and dutch are flying in and some banshees shoot them down yeah mickey and dutch get shot and then down romeo and shoots three shots at them yeah, there's some banshees that shot that he shoots. It at. matters because once gameplay starts, you're missing those three shots, which is I I've always think that's cool. That is true. You have to reload. Yeah, it's a nice detail. And then I'm like, damn, he wasted three shots. <laughs> yeah, this is your first mission as Romeo, but, um, though. It's also the Halo sniper level. Like they all have it. Yeah, you get to use the sniper. And honestly, you and Buck. I think this is probably of the sniper levels. My favorite one. I like um, the one from Halo 3, the first mission of the arc. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that one was. I guess if you count the arc as a sniper level, which it kind of is, but really the second half is vehicle. This is like all sniper, this one. 
Yeah. So Buck and Romeo make their way through the skyscrapers to where the Pelican was shot down. And they have to walk across a huge like skyscraper building crane that is like linking the two buildings together where the Pelican was shot down. Yeah, and I think it's as like you some like walk across bundled it, up or something. It's weird. Yeah. It's um It's like a construction like linking, device. Yeah, it's linking the two buildings. It's a crane. That's what it is. No, but like the it thing it's holding, I meant. Oh, yeah. It's holding something, but whatever. Because you're not walking so, on the um, crane. You're walking on the thing the crane is carrying. Yeah. And so as you're walking across it, like banshees are flying overhead and it makes it's the crane so awesome. shake. And, so awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool... And you cool. actually have to like be careful where you're standing. <laughs> the first half of this level yeah. was loaded with jackal snipers and they bodied us. They're like... Not quite Halo 2 level, but they're harder than Halo 3s. Yeah, they are better. But um, eventually you're able to make it to where their Pelican was shot down, and then the whole squad is regrouped, and you're in like another wave defense type of like, situation. Great one, though. But this one's... Yeah, this one's super cool. There's tons of Banshees coming in. They're dropping in Phantoms. Brutes and Jetpack Brutes and um, Grunts and all kinds you have, of stuff. Like, rockets and Spartan Lasers it's and Missile real. Pod Launchers. And it's yeah, like the it first so time cool. you see uh, most of the squad together. Like it's Buck, Romeo, Dutch, and Mickey all fighting there. Yeah, along. And it's kind of nice after being a quote unquote alone for so long. Yeah, it is. To have cool. like teammates again. It is. Um, but eventually, they are able to hold out long enough, and then at the very end, the cutscene plays and Phantom pulls this is an up. awesome cutscene. Yeah, great one. I. Just, yeah, great show pulls up of and drops. like the difference between a Spartan and an ODST. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Phantom shows up and drops in a, br- a brute chieftain with a giant gravity hammer, and uh, it immediately like just bodies the couple of police officers that are there with them. Just sends them flying and kills them. And then all four and of the, the homies squad, are fighting. So it's four guys are fighting this single chieftain. They're shooting at him. And he basically disarms him everyone, him. though, with, like, a single swing of the gravity hammer. Yeah, I forget who... Um, I forget how it happens, but Romeo is shooting at him with the sniper. It's not doing anything. And he goes in for a Eventually, swing on Romeo, and he goes to block it with the sniper. Yeah, blocks it with the sniper, and... Um, does not work very well. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> and it stabs Romeo through, like, the chest. The lung, so, actually. Because the brute, yeah, well, what happened was the brute, um, he bent it, because he went at Romeo, bent it, and then turned his thing around and... Threw the sniper off the building, which you find in the street. Yeah. Yeah. But Romeo's been, like, impaled by the sniper, and, uh, then Buck tackles the chieftain, Stabs oh, it with Buck, like a no, giant. No, Buck jumps like onto it badass. back, I think, and stabs it. And then Mickey and Dutch, I think, both like run in and tackle it. Oh yeah, that is what happens. Yeah, and eventually they're able to but take it down. It's pretty crazy how like much it took work both it of them and Duck one of Buck them. on its back to actually put it down. Yeah, but they do succeed. Versus one Spartan. But Romeo is seriously injured. He has like a punctured lung from the sniper stabbing him through the chest. And so now the new objective is like get somewhere where we can. They're all just trying to escape the city now. They were going to leave on that police hel- or police pelican. Yeah, so now they're just trying to get out the city, and now they have to do it by ground. So, 
So Buck formulates a plan. They need a they need so a before we move on, I wanted to bring something up that formulate. we forgot to mention. In Buck's first level, Tiari Plaza, there's a section where he comes across a bunch of dead elites. Do you remember? Oh yeah, there is. Oh, I think this is a very cool part because he's like, "What? Why are there a bunch of elites here that were killed by brutes? This doesn't make any sense." And he's still talking to Dare at this point because it's back in that level, and he's like, "What's going on here?" Mm-hmm. He's like, it's classified. So I guess Onin somehow knows about like the elites and brutes turning on each other at this point, but like the greater UNSC doesn't. Yeah, apparently that would make sense though because. Branches of government only don't always. Yeah, talk but I just to think it's other. weird that anyone knows other than Chief at this point who would have been on my chair. Yeah, it's true. I wonder how they figured out. Yeah, who knows? I'm sure there's some explanation for it. But um, yeah, that is a cool moment. Yeah, it's just cool to see like the schism, but from not a direct point of view. You know. Yeah, it is cool. Um. So yeah, back to the regular story. Um, you're back on the street as the rookie. You find like I think this might be like the final clue that you find. Yes, it's the like gel fill stuff, medical gel thing. Oh yeah, the medical gel. The first aid. Yeah. So the rookie finds that, and then you are put <laughs> back in the shoes. I, I think are you Buck again? Um. Yeah. I I know this isn't what actually happens. What actually happens is he finds it, and he's like, I guess they went this way. But I like to imagine he grabbed it and he goes. They clearly used this to repair Romeo's punctured lung. <laughs> yeah. But, Kikawani um, Station, this is my favorite level. Yeah, this is a fun level. You're a buck and you realize that Romeo is not doing very good and so they try and patch him up as best they can. They kind of Well, he's like literally drowning on his blood. At this point, he's like not talking and gurgling and they're like, put him down. Dude's Barely hanging on. Yeah. So they originally were going to get out on foot, but now the new plan is they need to find some kind of like air transport because Romeo's in too bad a well, shape. Well, no, they go down there. Romeo is in bad shape. You're right. They were going to go through the tunnels and they get there and they're flooded. Oh, yeah. The tunnels are flooded. And he's like, how are we going to get out through that buck? That's Mickey. And Buck's like, looks up, sees a phantom, and he's like, I got a plan. Yeah. Dude, Buck is an absolute <laughs> Chad. Can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> I mean, he literally yeah. uh I'm trying to think of he it. Is him you wanna know the only good cheap. thing about Halo Five, Bert? Buck what? becomes a Spartan in Halo Five. It is. He does he deserve deserves. it. And you know what's funny is in Dude had Dude had the heart of a Spartan. In uh, Halo Reach, he's like one of the voices you can pick, and his like little description thing was, if he was any better, he'd be a Spartan. Yeah. Guess he got better. Anyways, Mm -hmm. back to this. So Buck eyes the Phantom, and he's like, this is it. Yeah, but then they ruin the entire game after that moment. I know, but I'm choosing to ignore. Yeah, I mean, he's the only good character in that game. Oh yeah, he's in that game. He is a pretty good character. Yep. I kind of assumed if he brought so, him So, yeah, now their new plan is to steal a phantom. Which is so a crazy plan. Like this, yeah, they get into this, like, area where the Covenant are holed up and setting up a bunch of equipment. And Mickey's able to 
get to this phantom and go up the gravity lift and <laughs> you take hear out the like pilots the and- comical like that straight out of freaking scooby-doo thing where two people go into a room and you just hear yeah. aggressive <laughs> fighting and then the winner is like all right we're good yeah yeah i, I love yeah, that, that was type pretty of- funny like joke. Yeah, so Mickey, Dutch, and Romeo started. stay on the Phantom and Buck starts to pilot a Banshee, which he stole. Yeah. Um, to try and like protect them as they make their way through. Yo, Mickey's the kind city. of a legend too, though, for flying a Phantom. Yeah. So they make their I thought they had probably no. But he mentions that he's too. like when he's like, Mickey, can you fly it? He's like, I haven't ran a simulation in years. <laughs> so I guess they have simulations on how to fly him. Oh. Yeah. And so they make their way through the city and they get to like this final part where they have to like make it through these barriers and uh, the Covenant drop down a scarab. Well, but also just uh, as you're progressing through this level, you see a ton of like engineered nests. Yeah, where they're like uh, having the engineers like stay and uh, who knows? They're probably like uploading their data or something. Yeah, something like You're that. Basically, with the that's what I think it is. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of like really cool fights as you're going through. It's against banshees or like fuel rod enemies, shade turrets. Yeah, this game has a lot. This yeah, is my. I mean, does. this is my favorite it's level. Like the complete and then Halo there's a few, experience just from yeah, a different. And then there's a few sections you got to get out of your banshee, fight through to open a door, get back in, and then like you said, eventually yeah. leads to the uh, the scarab. Yep, and so you take down the scarab. This shit bodied us, though, the scarab. Yeah, it did. Yeah, we, we reset kept, so like, many times. dying trying to get off of it was the problem. And the respawns are terrible yeah. on this level, though. Mm, yeah, they are. Didn't we get flung? Probably. At some point. Yeah. We, like, landed in the knee. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah, so you defeat the scarab and then you fly through the last tunnel. It's full. It's full of the engineer nests and they're all exploding and then you get the cutscene of the Phantom and the Banshee coming out through like the purple fire of the explosion. And then Buck and makes probably the slickest out. move of like the Pretty entire cool. series. Oh yeah, he jumps out of his Banshee and into the gravity lift. Yeah, and like the boards the Phantom midair, which is pretty cool. And they're like, damn, we did it. We got out of the city. Let's go home. And then Buck starts thinking. I can't remember what triggers his like. He has some kind of thought of Veronica. Yeah, but Leia was like, it's like something, something that she said. Yeah, it's like something that they say reminds him of something she said. And all of a sudden he knows he's like, she's, I know where she is. He doesn't yeah. say that, but. Because they were talking about looking for her, but they didn't know where to go. And then he's. And they didn't well, yeah, well, he eventually yeah, so they wanted to find. He eventually, her, no, like, just comes to his mind. He's like, I think I know where she is. He's thinking, he's like, Mickey, turn it around. He's like, what? Because obviously they're like, we're going back into this death trap that we just barely escaped. Yeah, so they head back in, and then we're put At back. At this point, into the it's shoes night, so like probably around the time they're finishing Kikawani Station is around the time Rookie's waking up. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Probably about six o'clock now. Yeah, something like that. But um, now we're back in the shoes of the rookie, and you find your <clears throat> um. I think you hear Dare. Yeah. On the comms. Yeah. And he finds out where she's at, and so he, the rookie, at you, the player, go to that location, and uh, 
you go underground and through this elevator and fight through these tunnels that are like filled with drones and some covenant forces and you can tell like they're all like moving towards like some kind of objective this level is really cool but it's also a tragedy of scrapped things because this level was supposed to have the queen drone in it and it got scrapped oh yeah you like it is still cool that you work your way through a drone hive so that's pretty cool you get to see all these drones so many also because i've done all the lassos it's kind of annoying this level on lasso is so annoying because the drones have shields Oh, that would be Ooh. horrible. Yeah, it's so toxic to fight drones with shields. You have to kill one at a time. Focus, focus fire. firing drones is so hard. Yeah, that is. They're all over the map. And yeah, that was definitely difficult. Um, also, though, this level has a great uh, mini side quest. So if you've collected all of the audio log things, I forget what they're called, but they're basically audio logs. Throughout the game. Yeah, they're spread throughout the, the map and the Mombasa streets. Yeah, so if you've collected them all at this point, you get like a side quest that you can complete here. If you didn't, you just keep going through the normal game. But uh, just... Yeah, you talk about the side thing because I, I don't really know it So well just enough. a quick... I'll do it quick, a summary of it. Basically, as you're collecting these uh, audio logs, it's from this woman that was in uh, New Mombasa... And there was like, she was, it's been a long time since I've done it, so I don't remember exactly, but basically she was having trouble with like corrupt police, not telling them about different covenant things that were going on and Oni and stuff like that. And, uh, eventually she gets to know the reveal at the end of this level that I don't want to say yet. You know that? Yep. Um, and Oni wants her to die because of that. So police are trying to kill her or whatever and at the end and then she ends up like storing some data somewhere or something and basically what it comes down to is during this level you come into a police officer who's trying to get his hands on that stuff and you like get to go off into the side room where something's frozen or something i can't remember exactly but you fight him the quest completes so it's like a cool side thing it's the only time it is the only well you mean you could kill Marines whenever you want, but it's the only time they let they like tell you to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you make your way through all these um, drone hives on these underground tunnels. You and meet there. Eventually, you're able to link back up Just with Dare. Bra. Yep. And then the mission continues, and you and Dare team up, and she tells you like, "Okay, I have my mission. Our mission is here, and we need to go get it." But still doesn't so tell you, him exactly what it is, like an asshole. She just yeah, goes, so you we're fight going your here. way through. Even though he's about to see it. Yeah, you fight your way through to like this mainframe like hub of the city where the city's AI is. It has like all this information apparently. They have, there's an AI. Yeah, it's the superintendent the yeah. of the city that controls, you know, anything electronic in the city, lights and like cameras and yep, everything. roadblocks. Yep. Billboards. So you make your way into like the mainframe area and um, then that's when you're revealed with what the real mission was and an engineer appears and it um, like comes up on you guys and you have like your guns drawn and dares like wait don't don't shoot it and actually if you don't if you go through the entire campaign without shooting an engineer 
the rookie will actually have his gun not drawn and have and put his hand on Dare's gun. Yeah. And make her not Because he would have realized. That's the cannon, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's a cool Um, detail. Also, another thing, now that we're here. um, So, she tells the rookie, um, this engineer has assumedly downloaded the superintendent's data, and all of that stuff is done, like, with the girl from the the audio logs that she like helps him get all that information. Mm. I think I, I think I did know that. She helps she helps get him yeah, basically. In, so to speak. Um Okay. Yeah, so they're like he has a lot of info about the city and whatever the covenant want here. Let's uh yeah. get out of here. Yeah, and then right as He's that's happening you see uh you hear Buck on the comms. And then Dare and Buck start talking, and they're both like, "Why are you doing here? What are you doing here?" And like, "Okay, well, let's let's meet up." And so the rookie and Dare fight their way towards Buck as Buck fights his way towards them. And cool thing, up. the engineer gives you overshields. Oh yeah, that is cool. So it's like really, yeah, he makes you so overpowered. It's more yeah. keeping around. <laughs> yeah. So you, along with the engineer, Dare and Buck, um, work your way through. The tunnels and everything and you uh you get out of there and then, then there's this well, funny actually, scene that might not where, be the right order what do you mean you like work your way back up you get to like pretty much the top you to like this elevator thing oh yeah and yeah. then like you're waiting for the engineer to open the door and buck and uh dare talking to each other and he's like what do you want with that thing i've seen a million of those all, all night and she goes you haven't killed any have you and he goes what no I mean, maybe one or two, and then <laughs> you're just not. like in your mind flashing back to the millions you killed on on Kikwani Station. Yeah, there's so many. <laughs> Poor guys, they don't deserve it. Yeah, they really don't. Crazy. And then, since we've now said the reveal, I want to do just some some mentions. So earlier in the game, there are times that you can see brutes like holding down engineers and strapping bombs to them. Also, throughout the game, engineers will never, like, be hostile towards you. Yeah, they're never hostile until they get killed, then their bombs go yeah, off. Yeah, so you everywhere. find out... They do give shields. Not even their fault. They do give shields, though, to Covenant troops. Yeah, you find out that they're literally just slaves with bombs attached to them, forced to help. Yeah, um, pretty sad. And then you also, like, Easter egg of the game that isn't even mentioned in like any of the cutscenes or something, but there are like these glyphs all around like new Mombasa that apparently according to like the writers of the game, Joe Staten, that they were meant to like be things written from the engineers to warn the elites about the brutes. Oh, wow. Oh, pretty nice guys. That's cool that they would side with the elites. I'm sure the elites didn't pin them and strap bombs to them. <laughs> yeah, True. probably. Not. I guess their competition, their competition wasn't very steep. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the bar is pretty low. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, honestly, I would see elites being like, "We don't need those overshields. We're we're too honorable for that." <laughs> yeah, they would be something like that. <laughs> Anyways, but so anyway, that's just my humans make your way them. back. Thanks. Yeah, you make your way back to the surface with Buck and Dare. Take the elevator up the and engineer. you fight through um through the uh the like town. And then there's some cool 
audio here as you're because the level's not over yet, you're still pushing your way through town now between buck and dare where she's like what happened why where did all these carriers come from because now there's a ton of covenant carriers over the city yeah and he's like they started showing up just when i went under they're actually not digging yet Mm. um so yeah then you fight your way through the city eventually you get to buck's warthog and he's like we're not all gonna fit in my warthog yeah and he tells veronica that he has a phantom parked somewhere else that we'll just go to that yeah she's like then you make you gotta get across the city on the highway yeah and then you hear the Honking, no small feet. honking noise, and the engineer's gotten inside of a um, garbage truck an elef- elephant. Well, yeah, garbage <laughs> truck slash elephant, and is driving the garbage truck. So Dare and the engineer go in that. You have to defend Buck another great level. Yeah, Buck and the rookie. We've now switched this from level from Data Hive to Coastal Highway. It's called. This is the like the switch yeah. point of levels. Yeah. So you fight your way across the highway with a warthog and protecting um, a so many garbage covenant. truck. Yeah, and you actually get different. Truck. Like you start with a normal warhog, and then you eventually get a goshog, then a tank. Like it's a very long and fun mm-hmm. level. I like it a lot. Yeah, it is cool. You get to use a lot of. And then as you're yeah. progressing, like I think it's like halfway through or something. That's when they start digging and like glassing the planet and stuff. And then Bucks. Yeah, this is what I like about the uh, Halo games. Is like the or any in any game that does it really. Is like the environmental storytelling as you progress through levels, like things that are happening, not yeah. specifically to you, but around uh, you. Uh, bring it, we bring it up every game, but the freaking skybox on this level, like just looking, looking off to the side yeah, and seeing the covenant, the covenant destroying everything, and they've started doing their digging that they did in Halo Three. Yeah, which we haven't gotten see it to on, yet, actually. On wallpaper engine. <laughs> yep. Um. So, you make well, your way then, through the highway. Just quick reference here again, and then Buck's like, like pissed that they're glassing, obviously, and he says it's like reach all over again. Buck was on reach, implying that he was on reach. Yeah, Buck. Buck's he really has. Man. Yep. Yeah. So you fight your way through the highway, and you make it to um back to the I'm the zoo. Sure actually, you're at like the entrance center of the zoo. Oh, yeah, because it is on, like, the outside of yeah, the city. Yeah, it's the Uplift yeah. Reserve. So they make it to that, like, border area, and then you're... He, there's a lot of wave sections in this game now that I'm now that we're going through it that I realize. Yeah, well, I'll tell you why in a you second, but fight. actually, you get to... Before you get there, you get to a point where a scarab shows up and blasts the garbage truck, and that's why it breaks down and why they're like, okay, we're pulling over here. I'm going to call the boys. Hopefully, they'll bring the Phantom to us. Yeah. So they pull over at the uplift reserve and you hold out. Yep. Fight brutes, chieftains, jump pack brutes, jackals, grunts, hunters, everything you can think of. You get like a variety of And then the glassing gets like closer and closer as you're doing this. Like they're on top of you glassing the city, basically. Yeah. And then at the last second it's actually so cool. You're able to uh, clear them out enough for um Mickey and the others to fly the Phantom in and pick you up and take you out. Barely in time. Yeah, and that's how the the main campaign ends. You guys make it out of there and the squad is back together. Um, 
That, that's how it is. Just a quick mention here, because obviously all the Halo games are legendary with this, but I think that uh, this is probably the one that, like, most people either it's like the main Halo theme is awesome, or or the ODST music is awesome. Like, those are the two most popular ones. People love the freaking, like, smooth jazz ODST music. Yeah, it's pretty good. Man. Yeah, it is. I love Halo's music. It's so nice. I agree. Yeah, so then the credits roll, and if you finish the game on Legendary, you get, like, an epilogue cutscene ending, which we did. And it's a cool one. You uh, First, you see Dare, and then you reveal that there's, like, a Marine next to her. And then you hear the voice and it ends up being Sergeant Johnson from... He's like, wasn't easy to recover. Be careful with it. And Johnson goes to talk to Virgil, which is the engineer. He says, I know what the aliens like. Yeah. And it's a pretty cool scene. He's like, (laughs) the brutes, the bastards that put bombs on your buddies and killed millions of my people. He's trying to find out why they're... He's like, they're digging a big hole. Yeah, they want to know what they're looking for. They want to know why. And then, and then he lights up. He throws yeah. his like lighter. Yeah, he throws the engineer his lighter, and there's like, stop! He's super flammable. He could combust instantly. And then the engineer lights his and cigar. And then he catches for him. it. Yeah, so it's so, it's so it's cute. Awesome. Not that cute is a great thing. Bros. I didn't want to mention it when we were playing it because I wanted you guys to watch the main thing. But if you push the stick to the left or right, I don't remember which way during that scene, you can see Buck and a monkey like interacting with each other. Yeah. Really? Well, I didn't know. That's I think weird. I did hear about I this, but that. I I've never seen it. I need to see it now. I have to beat you the whole game again. The last level. But oh, it's got to be on legendary. True. So that's how the UNSC find out what the Covenant are looking for. Um through the I mean, help kind of Virgil, of. the engineer. Cuz everyone it's thought it was cool. the Ark, but it wasn't actually the Ark. It was a portal to the Ark, but close yeah. enough. Yeah, so that's um. It's cool how they explain how they get information. Yeah, in other um, games. A lot like of people and stuff. What? Well, when the world. it came out, uh, the comparison I remember being made of Star Wars. People were saying that, like, because of like just the similarities of it, that Rogue One was basically like Halo Three ODST for how it relates to the story. If like you've seen that movie, okay, yeah, that's a good, that's a not a I bad see uh, comparison. Because they're like very important things, but that were like between two movies. That was just like an offhanded thing. Like, how did you know that, guys? Yeah, with a completely yeah, different cast it. of characters too. Yeah, which is fun. It expands the Halo universe and makes it more feel more lived in and. Like other people have. Well, you see people besides just Chief Cortana Johnson. Yeah, you see they Johnson. have actual like implications on the uh, like the greater world. Like, yeah, and it introduced a series, series favorite. Buck has got to be like a top five. People are like Chief Arbiter Johnson, Noble Six, and he's Buck, on my probably top five. with Cortana maybe up there too. Actually, yeah, he's up there. He's you can make an argument for him top five. I mean, he returned yeah. in so a lot of games. So, 
Yeah, so that's Halo 3 ODST. So you were mentioning that, is, um, that there's a lot of wave sections, and that's because this game introduced Firefight for the first time. Oh, yeah, I did know that, yeah. They introduced the Firefight mode, which is a fun mode. I, I always liked it. I liked it. I mean, like, this was around the time of, like, what was it, 2008 or 9, maybe? So this was, like, going against Call of Duty Zombies or the Gears Horde mode. Honestly, I yeah, think it true. is probably the weakest horde mode of the time period, but I do still think it was good. Yeah, I think so too. I've never played Gears of War. I, I've, oh, I mean, maybe yeah, me I'm neither. wrong here, but I've always thought Call of Duty Zombies was like the peak of horde mode. It's been my favorite. Yeah, mine, mine too. I mean, it's not my good anymore, life. but it was good at one point. No. It stopped being good. After I would even BO3. say BO3, it was on its way down. Or, sorry. I thought you said four. Yes, three was good. Four no. was not. Yeah. Okay. I didn't like four. When I loaded into four and they got rid of like perk machines <laughs> yeah, we, and they had so We agree. Instead, I just misheard you. They weren't we even agree. like jugging stuff. heard wrong. Yeah. But I, the point is, I still but think that uh, Firefight's good. I like it. I play it sometimes. It's fun. I played it. And a then couple actually times. a couple yeah. things they added in Halo MCC that just because we're on the topic of ODST, they added this was a long time ago now, maybe a year and a half. Uh they added for the first time Flood Firefight, which takes place in ODST, which is very fun. I like it. Yeah, that's it's the cool. only time you've ever be, been able to, to try fight to against the flood actually. in Firefight, and if you die as an ODST, they take over you and they're like miniature boss things. It's pretty cool. That is cool. And, you know, they are flood, so they're scary. <laughs> yeah. They are. I think that is about it. One then. more thing. I think we're towards the end. Um, Two things about this game that were very large for the time period. So, Halo 3 was legendary for the... Um, there was a big deal about people saying that the recon helmet is badass. It's impossible to get. Everyone always wanted recon. They're like, oh my god, recon's legendary. It was pretty much impossible to get recon. At first, it was a Bungie-only helmet. Eventually, Bungie gave it out to like a couple of people. I forget the like terms of how they got it or whatever. And then... Mm-hmm. Recon was always just this like insanely like impossible thing to get that no one ever had. So if you had a recon helmet, it was like holy shit, this guy's insane. Like, how did you even get that? It's literally impossible. Like, you would need to know yeah. someone. When ODST mm-hmm. came yeah. out, they introduced the Vidmaster challenges, which were like a series of very hard challenges to get the recon helmet in Halo Three. Um. It was like, I don't remember all of them. I've done them because there was a point, there was a season in MCC where they put them in again for, actually, so when ODST came out, its pre-order bonus was you could play as Johnson in Firefight, and then when MCC uh, came cool. out, you the way you could get Johnson in Firefight in MCC was by doing the Vidmaster challenges. Oh, that's a good way of doing that. Yeah, so... It the is. the vidmaster challenges that used to be for recon now that they just gave everyone recon in MCC now became for how to get Johnson and uh, also the other variant of Buck like he has Buck normal and Buck the like covered in drone guts version 
Mm. Um, yeah, so point is, I don't remember all the Vidmaster challenges, but I remember a few. One of them was to complete the last level of Halo 3 Halo in a ghost with four people, which was really hard on Legendary. Uh, another one was to do... Without losing it either. I think it was three or four sets of Legendary Firefight, which was very hard. There was a couple more. I think a lasso might have been part of the original Vidmasters, but I can't remember. That's cool. But just a cool thing. I love those kinds of things. Like, I would rather do 20 lassos for recon than pay 10 bucks. Yeah, I hate paying for things like that. Because then it's like, oh shit, that guy has yeah. the thing that you do the hard thing for. No way. Yeah, it makes it much more, like... Uh, earn. Yeah, and I feel like Halo used to be so popular for that. Oh, I'm going to save it for Halo 3, but dang, Halo 3, man, every single piece of armor in that game had a challenge tied to it. We'll talk about it more when we get there, but... Halo 3? We already did Halo 3. Oh, yeah. Well, I probably mentioned it then. Yeah. Alright, but um, that's Halo 3 ODST. Um, So... The next one on the list, I believe, is Halo Reach. So that'll be the next one that we play through and talk about on this section of the pod. The last good one. Uh, we'll be back. Well, besides Halo yeah, Wars We'll be two. back next week. We'll be back next week with um, the regular news and updates episode. And uh, I'll update you on my Baldur's on. Gate adventure. Yep. Yep. And so. There's going to be a Percy Jackson episode. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah that, that'll be that is next week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I gotta is watch it? that. Damn, good reminder, bro. Right. Good, I gotta finish. <laughs> gotta finish I gotta the start book. the show. I gotta finish the book and take notes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Damn. Uh, just, All right. Yeah. All right. Bert, <clears throat> just for everyone to know, also an update for Bert, so he's aware. You're gonna be probably the lead of that one since you're the Percy Jackson guy. So Bert's finally gonna step up and be epic. Yeah. That's. I'm gonna. Oh boy! Yeah. I'm gonna be gonna probably be the least app. here because not only do I know the least about Percy Jackson, but I probably know the least about the gods too. Yeah, well, my understanding is pretty much lim- like limited to the Percy <laughs> Jackson series, and even then, I don't know how. Well, either way, it is. I'm gonna know yeah. less than you. I mean, but when I'm talking about it, just understand I'm talking about the book in that series and not about real life. Yeah. Well. That episode will be about the Percy Jackson series on uh, Disney Plus. Like we're gonna talk yeah, about what, yeah, and Bert will what we thought compare about. Compare and contrast and with the stuff. book. It'll be good because Bert yep. will have the view of book to show. I'll have the view of only show. So it'll be cool. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, and I'm a huge fan I don't of the even series, know. so I really I'm like those live personally. action yep. movies. Another I'm just kidding. pretty shit. I was I just like saying that. All right. Well, Actually, I will say this: the live-action movies do get certain details right compared. We'll talk to about the it TV later. Show. I want to go finish well, Baldur's Gate. We'll see it later. That's just a tease. All right. Well, keep it salty, guys. See you guys next time.